What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hi, friends, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz. This is episode 150. You can find today's show notes for modern missionaries at a few minutes with God podcast.com. Have you ever wondered who the modern missionaries are? Well, so many people have already been taken by the Lord into their just rewards, such as our modern day saint, Mother Teresa. There are many pastors and preachers that are also enjoying their eternal reward. But what about now when the world needs these modern day men and women? We need the prophets to share the good news and call the people back. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The sponsor for today's episode is Media Angels. You can find uh, more information at MediaAngels.com or you can check out my books, One More Child, um, as well as A Few Minutes with God on Kindle um, on Amazon or in print. Um, If you want the digital copy, you can go to my website and find out more information about that as well. You know, many of us have read countless stories of missionaries and the work they did in spreading the word of God to the people. And it was important work because communication was limited and travel was difficult, books were scarce. And it took dedicated men and women with the fire of the Holy Spirit in their hearts and an overflowing love of God to put aside worldly comforts and seek souls for the kingdom. Where are those people today? They are there. You know, a lot of them are on YouTube. But every time I watch something um, that's a link that someone has sent me, I always feel like half of it is talking about a book or product or something that they're selling. And I'm not saying that, you know, a laborer is not worth its its wage because First Timothy 5.17 through 18 talks about that. You know, it speaks not only to those who help those in need, but it but it also explains that, you know, you're worth your due. The elders who directed the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honor, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. For the scriptures say, do not muzzle an ox while it is treading on grain and the worker deserves his wages. And again, that's 1 Timothy 5, 17 and 18. And I'm not above making money. I mean, in this podcast, I talk about sponsors and where you can find books. 
In fact, without the funds from our sponsors or selling my own books with commercials on this very broadcast, I couldn't bring you this podcast or the entire network uh, that I own, which is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. But sometimes I feel it's hard to listen to the radio preachers or even the ones on talk shows because there's so much filler stuff, commercials or every other word is upselling. And does this make their work less important? No. But those who were missionaries of God, who were selfless, seem like a thing of the past. So here's the challenge. And you probably knew this was coming, right? The challenge is for each one of us, those who have felt led, who are working out their salvation. Philippians 2.12 says, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now, how much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Friends, we have an obligation, a duty to God to carry out his work. Not just me on a podcast, but you, each one of you who are listening. When the Lord left this world, he ordained those who watched him rise up to heaven. And he asked the apostles to spread the word, Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that's how I pray when I start uh, a prayer. I always pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Some people say, well, that's a Catholic thing. No, it isn't. My sister-in-law is Baptist, and that's how she prays. If we truly believe the Word of God is not only for those living at the time past, but for those of us now, the everlasting Word gives us hope. Salvation gives us hope, and God's desire for us is all to have salvation. Salvation is dependent on knowing truth, but also acting on this truth, this knowledge, and sharing it with others. It is not just for us. It is for all nations. Many people do not follow God because they have a misguided idea of what is Christianity. They hear you know, maybe tele televangelists screaming and yelling and telling everybody that they're sinful. They think it's just a sin of a set of rules or thou shall nots. But it's not. True Christianity, true love of God is freeing and liberating and joyful. For Pete's sake, God gave us free will. That's not a burden. Right? That is not a burden to have free will, to do what we want to do. If we want to sin, he allows it, right? It's in his, his permissive will. But is that what we want to do? Is that what we want to choose? Do you fill yourselves with the love of God that is overflowing into your heart that you just have to pour out into someone else? If not, maybe it's time to spend a few minutes with God. It is said that hell is a testimony to God's respect for our freedom. I kind of alluded to that in the last podcast. Let me say it again. Hell is a testament or a testimony to God's respect for our freedom. He will not force us to share the good news, to go to church, to love him and serve him. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit is not a dictator. He is pure love. Love knows no bounds. It blesses without discrimination and it fills our life with every good thing. How can we keep up with all of this, how how can we keep it all inside of us? I've shared this before, but I'll share it again. Because while it's so simple, it packs a wallop of truth. The best spiritual plan for evaluation is the simplest. 
Make a friend of Jesus. Be a friend of Jesus. Make a friend yourself and introduce your friend to Jesus. Simple. One of the pastors at our churches uh, always says that. We must recognize Jesus in our lives and all that we do and say, I know that the kingdom of God is at hand. We don't know the time or the place. And while Jesus is in the physical sense, left the world, his spirit is here with us. The light of Christ is within us. It is our duty to find that light, and it's dulled by the worldly things around us. And that really dims our own light, and it's hard for us to be a light to others. We're fallible people. We mess up. We lose our temper. We get angry. How can we be the light of Jesus to others, especially within our family? And that's where you need to start first. We don't need to go out and preach and evangelize the entire world. We need to take opportunities to begin with where God leads us. We don't do anything without feeling that nudge or being led by God. God became man for us, and he experienced everything with us. Do you remember the saying some time back, what would Jesus do? It was on t-shirts, bracelets, mugs. It even had an acronym, WWJD. But it was the truth of understanding that God is here with us always. I used to remind my children of this when we talked about it. And, um, you know, we would talk about movies or books that they maybe wanted to watch or, or read. And I would just say, you know, what would Jesus do? And they got annoyed. You know, I have to admit, after a while, I was kind of using it to death. But you need to ask yourself that question. What would you do if Jesus was beside you? What would you do? It would give us hope and encouragement. We'd be brave, right? If Jesus was standing right next to us, we'd go right along with him. Well, he is right next to you. If you are a missionary, a modern missionary, you have Jesus with you. We can show the love of Christ by breaking bread with others, having a meal, sharing a story, listening to the struggles and pains and feelings of loneliness or abandonment. You know how many people around you are lonely? You would be shocked. So many. Jesus will multiply our words like he multiplied the bread. Sometimes in life we feel like we are on a voyage and the seas are calm, but other times the sea is rough, but we have to stay the course. If you share a story of how you are able to overcome a hardship with the help of Christ, that can encourage other people. How are we feeding the hungry and clothing the poor? How are we volunteering our time or our resources? In some cases, it's not your season. You have kids or obligations or duties, or maybe you do that within your own family or extended family. You know, maybe you don't have the resources. As God provides, ask him, Lord, what do I do with this? What do I do with this blessing? In other words, you have the time as the Lord leads you. You have the resources as he gives them to you. We can all be missionaries, but we don't have to follow or forge a path on our own. If God gives you a thought, he'll, he'll allow you to do it. I had a thought for this book, A Few Minutes with God, so many years before I wrote it. And I wrote it just for my family and my kids. And it took me three years to put that book out. It took me five years for one more child. You know, the Lord can give us ideas and we pray and we, we search and we ask. And finally, he gives us the time to do it. It doesn't have to be that second. And that was a lesson I had to learn. I remember reading a story about a young boy who saw some homeless people and he wanted to go home and collect blankets for them. 
And his mom helped him do that. And soon he had involved the entire town. This was one person, one little boy, with the help and encouragement of his family that made a difference. The Gospels are full of stories of Jesus tending to the poor, but more so the poor of heart, those who are hopeless. Pray, friends, that God leads you to become a modern-day missionary for him in this really hurting world in which we live. For those who need your words of love and encouragement and support, these people may be in your very own family. I remember visiting my mother-in-law, who has since passed, but when she was in the assisted care facility and my father-in-law was there and had dementia, she suffered from bouts of loneliness. And he was in a hospital bed within her line of vision. And it was a reminder of all that had passed and all that would never be again. And while she was able to go and have meals with some of the other residents, it was difficult for her to have hope because she was constantly struggling with that. And so many people are lonely. If you can visit, you know, the assisted care, that's a good place to start. But we can be surrounded by our family and still be lonely. Start within your family and work outwards and see what the Lord has in store for you. Let's pray. Dear Lord, you are pure love. Fill me with your love so that it overflows and allows me to be an instrument of your hope, love, and joy for others. Help me to put you first in my life. Fill me with hope and banish any negative thoughts and fears. Thank you for your steadfast love. And I ask for the following prayer intentions. Thank you and praise you, my God. You are worthy of all praise. And I pray this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.